When we arrive in Portsmouth, I tell Meg, we are newly wed. Volunteers to the Marines were welcome. Thomas had inquired about my passage as a free settler to the colony, but I must pay, and I do not have the means. There is another solution. I do not say it aloud. Not yet. Families of Marines are accepted. We need to marry. Thomas and I are steadfast friends, like family. When I propose my plan, Thomas is unsettled. His father has died. His mother, a modest and devout widow of Folkestone. With my careful persuasion and no other options, Thomas agrees. At his mother's urging, we marry at St. Ainsworth. It is December. It is snowing. A single bell. Crunching footfall. I glance behind. Tracks. Both his and mine. It is the week before we leave for Portsmouth. My parents are accustomed to my ways, surprised perhaps that Eliza Swift has traded some of her freedom and no more a spinster. Thomas's mother is crying. I search her eyes for a glimmer of joy. Our adventure begins. There's so many ships in the port. There's a hustle of wheels and trolleys, Horses shouting, pulling and loading as supplies are carted, orders placed and plans made for a large fleet leaving at the end of winter. Second Lieutenant Thomas Collins. My friend. My husband. He is assigned to the Office of Supply, counting and calculating, stores, dispatching, Provisions, outfitting, requisitions, disbursement, distribution of cargo amongst the fleet. We all know a proportion of the cargo is human. Many hundreds of men and women, surplus to our needs, shackled, languishing, stagnating in overcrowded prisons and stinking damp hulks up and down the coast. We arrive in Portsmouth early in the new year, full of such lightness. New lives ahead. An unlikely couple, bound together in ideas. Thomas is shy. We have never shared a bed. On our second day, I see him from our window in the street below. He is dressed in his uniform, proud, handsome. Something in me shifts. I've always respected him. Now I want to touch him, show him something new. My lifelong friend, this young soldier, handsome stranger. My body turns for him. My heart jumps 
I hear his boots on the stairs, climbing to our room. He opens the door, steps inside. He smiles and stands to attention. I too smile. We stand there, no words. My body stirs again, awakened. I slowly circle him, quite entranced. That night, we share a bed. It is a tender, innocent communion. Our bodies meld, my desire aflame. Over the ensuing weeks, we come to know each other. Partners in new adventure. He remains shy, unsure, but loving. He allows me to lead. There are times when I am surprised at my boldness. Instinctive. I find joy in whispering my desire to him. Words I have never used before, with him or with anyone. The potency of these words, these sounds, excites me. Visceral and erotic. Secret charms. Casting spells for our love. I wrap my mouth around them and taste their power. Our private language. Bold, earthy, ethereal. Dancing with power in the language of Eros, I float and fly. Flipping and turning and dancing my new language. Words I can own. Strong, proud, fierce, free. Thomas is mostly silent, led by my whispers. But his courage rises time and time again to my touch, my soft mouth, my gentle hands, my body melting for him. simple yearning song of love and loss, a fiery anthem of war and reparation, locked, forbidden, secret, powerful. I delight in their unfolding revelation, I linger in the language of the gods, my sacred ichor flows rich and golden, seeping from my foundation at every word. My tongue, my lips, my hungry mouth unlocks a power, licking, lapping, lingering, delicious, delightful, to the taste, to the ear, whispered incantation for my lover, tasting every inch of your body. I roll the sounds rich and glorious into the darkness, from the depths of my pharynx to the tip of my tongue. Every sound, hard, soft, stopped, 
sibilant, plucked, plosive, potent, muscular, ripe articulation rolling from my depths, ancient, exotic, lyric combinations, color, our dreams. From the back of my tongue, through the laminal, apical, and out to the widening night. Quim, Q, nipple, nuzzle, nest, lap, lip, lick, lunge, linger, touch, twist, tease, tickle, silk and stroke, sip, suckle, belly, breast, buttock, pinch, plunge, plump, pleasure, muscle, milk, melting, icor, essence, ecstasy, rapture, release, an explosion of white cockatoos bursts into the sky, their golden crowns glow. I wake, raise my head from the table. There are hundreds of cards spilling to the floor. The candle flickers and dies. I must sleep. There is so much work to do. I must write the words. I must transcribe. I, I must write. I must write. I must sleep. Meg and I sip sweet tea. I'm ready to unfold more of my story. Slowly, I remember that Saturday morning in Portsmouth, lying in our bed. The morning grey is leaking light into our room. Wind makes rain beads tick quietly on the glass. Crystal lava imperceptible flow until it finds more of its kind gathers and feels its way inexorably down down to the sea to blur my view of the clouds are they folding gathered velvet sliding aside for the sun I'm serene suspended sighing Dreamy from our evening's pleasure. I turn to watch his sleeping face. But Thomas is awake, his gaze fixed above. I am so hungry for his skin, his scent, the soft line of hair from belly and on down. I need to taste him. It would break this morning's spell. I cannot resist. I whisper urging words into his ear. Rounded lip smack, rolling tongue, catching, clicking, soft aspirations of desire. My fingertips dance along his body. I'm playing, I'm petulant, I'm quietly exhorting. Thomas rolls out of bed. I see him begin to dress. I reach for him. I kneel on the bed, swaying and dancing for him. Come to me, soldier, I laugh. 
Come now, kiss your queen. I take his hand and place it on my breast. He slips from my grip and looks discomposed. I'm sorry, I must dress, he stammers. I, I need to purchase paper and notebooks for the voyage. I need pens and ink and... His arms lift and fall, searching for another word and my rejoinder. His beautiful face, his eyes clouding with confusion. I must write, Eliza, on the voyage. I'll keep a journal, a record of everything. You must understand, I, I will write of our adventure. He smiles expectantly, wanting me to agree with him to rejoice in his idea. No, stay a moment with me. Kiss me, Thomas. Don't leave yet. I must go. I need these things. I'm sorry, I must. Come and kiss your queen, I sing. He pulls on his uniform, turns at the door and touches his lips. He throws me a kiss, a nervous salute, and leaves. I hear his boots hurrying down the wooden stairs, two at a time. I fall back on the pillow and wonder if tomorrow the sky will be blue when we turn and farewell Portsmouth at first light. Our luggage is packed, unlatched, waiting just like my body. <laughs>